0: Welcome back to another episode of the Pullbox Pals. And uh, this is a special guest episode. Uh, we have the 2022 Indies Award for Best New and Promising Comic, which is Dream Master. We got Jonathan Hedrick with us. How are you doing, Jonathan? Good.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on.
2: Yeah. No um, problem. I wish we had like fanfare to go in the background. <laughs> mm. Like uh, I, I feel like, like I'm we a have bad... fireworks going around his like frame. <laughs> or like, a, like canned... Um, like audience noise, you know, like oh, cheering yeah, yeah. and wooing. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, yeah. I need a soundboard. That's what yeah. I'm lacking over here. That's what we'll, I'm we'll get that in the budget someday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta start monetizing. Yeah, but yeah, dude. Congrats on the win. Like that. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I'm um, just
1: stoked that people voted. You know, that was a an all you know votes uh, type uh, uh, award show that um, you promised me comics put on. So yeah. I just shared the, the ballot a few times. There's a lot of other awesome, you know, titles on that same, you know, that were nominated as well for the same category.
0: Yeah. Yes. I, guess yeah, I just uh, pushed it hard enough. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think it's, it's either because of uh, you or probably it's the both and, but there's also Jonathan chance and he, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, oh. He won for like other pr- like publisher, like yes, that's new comic from a other publisher or whatever, and right. uh, that series that he wrote's pretty phenomenal, too. But uh, yeah,
1: covered the dead in line, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's just cool to see like there's an indie award show. Like, I, I was right. like, so excited when it when you guys were kind of promoting your yeah. nominations and i was like yeah like i'm totally gonna watch this but i you know my kids got in the way so i didn't get a start until after the show mm-hmm. ended perfect so timing. Like, <laughs> don't don't spoil anything for me um <laughs> uh, but yeah that's awesome so yeah, um thank you yeah so uh you're you are a writer that's, that's right that is what i don't think we clarified with uh, the audience and <laughs> i just uh, said that <laughs> Who
2: knows in all of that? And, man, and man, like, beginning.
0: I think the first thing I'd like to say is, you know, I've uh, I got introduced to you with a comic we'll talk about, I'm sure, down the mm. road, but uh, hyper aware. Mm. Um, and I, like, absolutely loved it so, so much. Like, it's one of the best cliffhangers of a, <laughs> of a comic. And then you find out it's a one shot. And you're like, no, I want more. But like <laughs> it's still just such a complete story. But also from just looking at all of your other work you're very diverse in your Thank what you. you write about. And that's, I think one of my favorite things about reading your work, uh, especially over the last few days, I've been really like crunching down on it. And awesome. Thank you. Yeah, dude. So you put out some great stuff. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah.
1: The, the, you know, I um, don't like to be like uh, paint myself in the corner in one genre, you know, there's so yeah. many different mm-hmm. genres that I like in all types of form of uh, media. So why not, you know, dabble in the mall if i if there's a, a story for it
2: you know yeah yeah i definitely feel like that's been something that's changed over the last like a f- couple of maybe decades or something like that is mm-hmm. that creatives are allowed to branch out of beyond and i think often w- about that with donald glover you know he started as a stand-up yeah. as a writer um mm-hmm. acting mm-hmm. yeah um all that stuff and just it not feeling like you have to be pigeonholed into just one thing and i think that that's being able right. to do that it's 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 fantastic of being able to step into different genres and and to wear those shoes yeah. properly That's right. that's well, really cool yeah, and even yeah. to like
0: kind of flip that script too with like celebrities it seems like there's a a lot of celebrities putting out comics these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: don't get me started about my opinions on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But I mean, like, yeah, that that just has to be like such a different thing because, like, you, yeah. you 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 kind of self funded your first few comics, right? you, like you had Most them up them, on Kickstarter. Still. Yeah, yeah uh, you know,
1: really the only one that I haven't had to pay out of my own pocket, with exception of you know here and there, is um Dreammaster because I'm hired to write that one. That's not my IP. Oh, that's awesome. Black Box came to me with the synopsis and um, they own all the rights. You know, I I get paid a page rate for that. And uh, in lack of better words, walk away, you know, I'm so heavily involved in promoting it, of course, like I, you know, that's why I'm here right now. Um, And, but I I also give input with the art direction here and there and some editorial stuff. But um, a lot of my other stuff is pretty much me paying out of pocket um, and hope, hopefully, trying to get some back either crowdfunding or the royalties way down the line. So yeah. it, it's it's um, a lot of uh, swimming in debt. Oh. <laughs>
0: no. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So let's get let's get people buying up your comics. Um, but yeah, so
2: Dreammaster. So you were you were hired for this one. Um, That's right. Yeah. Wait, before we get into that, before we, yeah. we start diving down this, I want to know how did you get into writing? Was it yeah. Have yeah. it have you always been doing it? Is it something that you picked up in the last couple of years? what's kind of your background with that, that yeah, and also mm-hmm. comics like right. tell us tell us about yourself well
1: yeah. i i've always like uh, felt like I was a writer you know that was always like a strong uh you know suit in for me in like grade school uh that's what like i ha- had a strength in other than than o- other subjects like you know math science and um you know, I, I could. I had teachers tell me, "Hey, you, you answered this question right, but you took too long to answer it, so we're gonna take points off." <laughs> um, you know, that, that and I, I,
0: <laughs> right, right, yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Florida Public School. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I, I've even had teachers back then saying, you, "You know, you should like do something. You know, lean into that with something." But when you're a kid in middle school, high school that you don't have posters on your wall of famous writers. You know, you, you want, you want to be like a, a rock star or an athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But, um, I, I always jotted things down. I, you know, I always had composition books. I would write little short stories, fan fiction. Um, you know, I would submit things here and there to magazines, newspapers, nothing ever came out of it. Um, and uh about i'd say about five years ago uh i um you know and i've always been a, a long-term comic book fan you know i've always liked that um you know love comic books from spinner rack days ninja turtles yeah. you know got me into reading them and that format and sequential storytelling and that kind of like it grew from there yeah but um I a few years ago I had a short story. I was wondering if I could adapt that into a comic script format. Um, so okay. I taught myself, um, how to write a comic book, um, script through you know, I took checked out some books from the library. Like, there's, there's a whole if you anyone's interested in uh learning to write comic books, go to your local library or go yeah. to their online and, and have them send them from the other library in your county or whatever. Uh, and there's a lot of good resources out there. So, yeah. you know, I, I kind of um, mirrored some of the examples they had and learned art direction and the the dialogue. It's a lot like uh, if you read a play, if you had ever had to mm. read a play, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. similar to that, uh, more or less. But um, after I got I done... Assumed-
2: that there's a little bit more like POWs and booms in the, uh, yes, there's more sound effects. But yeah, yeah, after
1: I got done with that script, I'm like, well, now what do I do with this? So, you know, I I asked someone um, in the uh, community that already knew was uh, making indie comic books. Like what what do I do next? They directed me to how to find an artist I hired an artist before I knew it, I was getting. Pages back and seeing it, uh, and once I had that first comic book in hand, I'll, I was addicted. You know, it's yeah. Like you, I could. I knew well, how. What the, was that?
0: What was that feeling like, though? I mean, you just got somebody that you didn't really know. I assume <sighs> to draw art for a, a comic script that you wrote. So, like... oh yeah.
1: Well, it's still. It's always nerve wracking when you have to PayPal someone um, that you haven't uh, met <laughs> before face to face. But uh, thankfully, um, you know, that artist uh, Ben Worrell. He, you know, he lives in uh, Colorado Springs, and uh, he was great. I, I couldn't have asked for a, uh, a better first artist to collaborate with. You know, that's awesome. Um, you know, he. I learned a lot about the streamline, um, not the streamline, but the. Uh, you know, you, you um, have someone give you five pages, and you send that to the colorist, and. and Then the colorist turns back, and you go to the letter. And once I got that system down, and I knew I could do the project management side of it, um, I I I figured it out. I'm like, all now it's just on me to produce the scripts and handle the money part of it. So you know, it all started falling into place. But it it took a a lot and a lot of time for having that first comic book printed out in in hand.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that was quite the process. But yeah, uh, when I go back, you said like, what kind of got you into it as a kid was the Ninja Turtles? Oh, yeah, you know,
1: I'm a a product of the 80s. So growing up, you know, the Ninja Turtles (laughs) were huge. Yeah. um, And and you couldn't get enough. I couldn't get enough of it. Um, The cartoons were only on so, uh, so much, but a comic book, I could read over and over again. So remember
0: what your first like comic was for the Ninja Turtles? yeah
1: it was um one of the um archie when i think i think archie comics was putting out the comic the cartoon adaption uh, okay. i think it was tmnt like, adventures or something like that and they were just you know single issues of the episodes oh um, yeah i think it was archie or it might have been maybe it was mirage i i can't remember but anyways at at it was one of those check that later yeah, yeah thank you um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was definitely one of those, you know, TMNT adventures, um, and then uh, shortly after, it was the um, adaptation of the movie, um, the, the first live action movie. Which, oh yeah! And, and then I was like, uh, I, you know, this was before my family could even afford a VCR, so I could, you know, re-read or re-enjoy that movie over and over again via the comic book. And there was even like an really extra cool. scene in it. I was like, whoa! I didn't, I didn't see that in the movie. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> That's so funny adaptations how, like... are cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I've said this before on this, but I think Marvel really dropped the ball with the movies of not doing comics in between yeah. because I feel like it would, A, you'd be able to tell more stories with Captain America, with Iron Man, Ant-Man, mm-hmm. and then also you'd be pushing your main what you the the reason that these characters exist is because of these comic books so if you're pointing them ultimately back to these comics i think it's just like a self-feeding machine you know yeah i don't i don't understand why they do that but you know we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about (laughs) uh some great indie stuff (laughs) um yeah uh gosh
0: there's a like we we're talking about comic book adaptations and uh something that i have that i've never like i've never even shown monk but i have the stephen king um the stand comic book adaptation oh, yeah 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 it is so so good right. and like i'm i'm slightly dyslexic with reading rev- regular books you know like it, mm-hmm. it's it's something i really have to like press myself to do and that's why I like reading comics is cuz i get so much more out of like the pictures oh for um, sure like the, and then with dialogue attached, it's just like, okay, like it's just more free flowing for me, but yeah, the, the stand uh, adaptation is, is amazing. And I don't even know like where you can find it these days, but again, that's Marvel. And we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> no, I, I can appreciate that. Cause I'm a big fan of the uh, dark tower.
1: Um, and you know, the comic books uh, adapted a lot of the um, you know, the dark tower books and expanded upon it in a huge way so if you were like a fan of that book series you know not only can you uh see it visually through comic books but it it gives you a lot more to it as well yeah i I have the the omnibus of the the, um the first like chunk of it
0: oh that's awesome yeah nice um but yeah speaking of art (laughs) i want to i want to i want to start talking about dream master we all all okay Mm. with that that Um, sounds good you so you talked about earlier just like you don't really know a lot of times like who you're going to get art back from um and so how did how did you get well let's see your artist for dream master luigi yeah luigi baricelli baricelli great name um so did did black did black box just connect you with him or did you have previous
1: history That, that was all black box um and uh I had no say of who they were going to hire, um, for it. And, you know, when I was writing the first couple of scripts, I didn't even know who the artist was going to be. Um, and I think it was when I was writing issue three that I finally started seeing pages back from issue one. And I was like, Oh my God, I didn't know. Like now I know what this artist can do. I need to like, give this guy, you know, more, uh, stuff per panel per page. Cause it, Luigi just adds so much to it, and he's his details are amazing. So, oh my gosh, yeah, I I think that's why issue three, uh, the um, the this arc really finds itself in issue three because that's when I'm I knew who I had, you know, as you know, my guitar soloist. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use a you know a a musical analogy, but um, yeah, he's amazing.
2: How just does to show the, the uh, oh just got
0: switched out? Yeah.
1: Go ahead. Um,
0: how to like? Did you describe what Dream Master looked like to Luigi?
1: Or did uh, no, he that, just
0: come up with that.
1: That was Black Box kind of working hand in hand with him. Uh, oh, okay, you know, the, since there's uh, the uh, they own the IP, they went through you know back and forth with Luigi on character design, and and I got brought in to you know just uh, input, but I didn't have like any like hard like no that can't be it or yes that is it. yeah but um yeah that that was um uh, mainly uh black box driving you know what his look
0: is so yeah, yeah. Lo- so like when, you, when you're
2: thing. that that's a great page yeah yeah um, Oh yeah. the dragon mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry um, for all of our uh audio listeners but yeah go yeah. ahead and check out the art in this because it is Just phenomenal. Go, go
0: go to your local comic shop and ask yeah. them to get your dream master yeah fruit. um
2: For serious and i'm i a big fan of the design i think that that's that's really cool and i'm sure like again like being able to see that and write for that character was probably like i i would imagine that that very much goes hand in hand i'll hold up the first
0: issue here so people yeah so
2: someone someone described it uh
1: as um like german death metal rorschach From (laughs) i'm like yeah Yeah. that's that's i'm down with that (laughs) Um, it gives those vibes
0: so did you did you have like a drawing of him already or I, did, is this something like did they give this drawing to luigi and he played with it um and did you also have like the same like image
1: yeah i mean, I, I had some um uh, some very loose uh layouts and sketches of the character before really yeah. diving deep into the series but um like i said i was already like on issue three when i saw real like final inked pages and and getting colored pages back to from uh ruben the colorist and i'm blown away for for being hired onto this book and not having to pay for this type of quality is just uh, a dream come true no pun intended you know it's it's, (laughs) um i i i I cannot afford the production of of this book for Mm. sure
0: yeah
2: no, it is well, it is phenomenal. Um, so let's, just... we we didn't even really get into like the story of it at all. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you, I feel like it would be uh, appropriate, Jonathan, for you to tell us a story? But because yeah. I feel like I, when I tell a story, it's it's terrible. So I feel <laughs> like I feel like I always feel like a child when I talk about like the <laughs> narratives of the story. I'm just like, well, this happened and then this right. and. Um, but yeah, you want to just set up the premise for us.
1: Yeah, the elevator pitch I like to give people
2: is: uh, imagine
1: Freddy Krueger, but he's a good guy. You know, and yeah. And let's, let's say I'm like a, at like a con or a signing. Once I've got the person to stop after I've told them that, then I usually give them more of a synopsis. And um, you know, Dream Master is like is this cursed person, this cursed hero that lives in a dream world that protects us from our nightmares because in this comic book, you can actually die in your nightmare. And if you wake up, it's because he saved you, but you don't even know who he is. So he's this thankless unsung hero. uh, That's just cursed to protect us. And the person that's trying to kill people, she's called the queen of the night. And if she gets enough souls, she can actually enter our reality. And then it would, our reality would collapse and it would always be living inside a nightmare
0: so yeah i get to have a lot of fun like, with that it's oh, it's yeah. it is and it's really fun to read yeah, i like thank you i really like i i knew of it because i had asked a few weeks ago like you know what comic are you looking <laughs> forward to coming out and you responded with dream master number three and i was yeah. like hashtag promoted <laughs> I, yeah
2: hey and i was like oh i definitely should it's worth yeah. it
0: yeah, and so I I immediately ordered them um, after you said that, and Thank you. so that's that that was back in January. So <laughs> <laughs> all that you know that stones throw away. Um, yeah, but man, yeah, I I love a comic where you just don't know what you're really getting into, and I'm yeah. really big on titles too. So I was like, okay, okay. obviously this guy's Dream Master. So <laughs> like, what does that mean? And like, I was just looking at the covers online, and I was just so like entrapped by. Mm. not just the lines, but yeah, the color and uh, the colors does such a uh, Ruben. Yeah. Ruben Corto. Corto. Yeah. yeah. He does such a good job of laying out the soundtrack for the comic and like the, and so, yeah, with Luigi and Ruben's work together, like you can feel like you're in the dream world. And that's, that's what I really liked. Um,
2: And and one thing that I, I think I really appreciated about it was the way that the narrative was told you kind of each i think besides issue number three Mm -hmm. correct me if i'm wrong you start from the person whose dream that it is their perspective right and i i thought that it was really interesting of reading issues number one and two in that manner of seeing how these people got to learn Mm -hmm. about him in the brief time that they were in the uh the dream world so the, the, the girl from issue
0: one and then like the businessman or whatever from mm-hmm. issue two, like, did we even, are there names
1: for that? Uh, you'll, you'll learn their names
0: later on in the series. Yes. Ooh, oh, okay. Because yeah. I also, I found that like a very interesting, oh. like aspect. I wish I had it. a it's grill just, sound like, <laughs> I need a soundboard. <laughs> you need oh, to get the soundboard um but because yeah like issue one and two like you have these two people who are having dreams they're they're like living in a nightmare and then in issue three dream master stumbles upon auto and i'm like okay this is yeah. the first like character that we're really in- being introduced to right. and you don't really know anything about the girl you don't really know anything about the guy and like w- like dream master seems to barely know anything about himself right and yeah. So like what what is like the I guess the, like the psychology behind like dream Masters thinking? like who I guess who are you like kind of like basing this uh, I guess it, uh, uh, just forgetfulness of who he is like uh, on.
1: A, a lot like uh, the um, main uh, protagonist from memento, you know, oh. you know think yeah. about it that way like it, he, that guy was always you know one step forward, two steps back.
0: That's one of my uh, it, top five favorite films. That,
1: oh, great movie. Yeah. You know? um, so Dream Master, you know, part of the story for him uh, in the series is that he's, the more he uses his power to save these dreamers, he loses more of his memory of who he was. So wow. uh, So he's trying to use things within this dreamer's dream at like uh, a hammer you know, like a crossbow without having to use his actual magical powers, so he can actually retain something of who he used to be. And the longer the time goes without him using that power, the more he'll gain back. But huh. then he's at risk of, of losing it. So we're the the point of the like one of the main themes is we're learning who Dream Master is while we're reading this comic book as what like while Dream Master is learning it himself. So it's like this organic, you know, uh, building of the exposition throughout the entire series. So it's very challenging to write in in one way, but it's also a lot of fun to do it right that way too. You know, I can just kind of grow with this character.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, awesome. something I, I really appreciated about that was kind of the f- just natural forgetfulness of dreams mm. of just yes. like, yeah, because you definitely have dreams where you're just like, wait, wasn't I just doing something else? Right. And I'm sure that that's probably what like Dream Masters Day is like of just like, mm-hmm. wait wasn't I just saving somebody yeah. like I was just helping this person with a, a dragon or whatever it is, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, that's what, yeah.
1: That's when this project was presented to me, it was, um, stress that we make it feel like a dream, you know, that mm-hmm. we hop from one scene to the next, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's what I, I really like about it. You know, I can, I can change the scenery. We're not always in the same town. We're not always in the same city. You know, it, I get to sit down in front of, you know, my pad and paper and be like, all right, where do I want to take Dream Master, you know, and what kind of crazy demon monster nightmare do I want to throw at him? You know? Yeah. It, mm. it, it, honestly, I, I finished writing the second volume, uh, and, and it's just so much even more wilder than what, what this first one is. Now that I know, like, what I can do and what I've yeah. already done and taking it into all kinds of other other levels. Well so. so
0: far it's a great introduction to Dream Master. like Thank I'm you. I'm loving it. Um I have yeah I ordered 4 and 5 directly from Black Box. I'll be waiting on awesome.
2: those and yeah I appreciate um, that. How many yeah. uh how many issues are the first arc?
1: 5. Yeah five. it's okay. going to be yeah you know, 5 5 each uh each, each volume so
0: well this nice. this this kind of makes me have to pull the question. So Monk has a theory on what the perfect story arc number is. <laughs> and I would love to get your opinion on it. But oh. he's and I'm 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 going to say too like I kind of side with him now. Mm-hmm. But uh he loves a 4 issue arc.
2: Can I also just say that each story <laughs> is different? Yeah, and no, I yeah, also yeah. would tend to I think if Stan Lee held a gun to my head and ask me how many it was, I would say maybe five. Because I think, like, if you get to tell a good story, I think some of the the reason that I love four-issue arcs so much is because I'm very much, I love very, like, absurd things or just very, like, quick look into worlds. And it's like, uh, one of my favorite comics last year was um, The Fourth Man. And the reason that I love that comic so much is because it, didn't tell it didn't beat around the bush it just told a story and the story that it told was captivating the entire time Mm -hmm. and I feel very similar to Dream Master just like I want to know what's happening this and you can continue to tell this story my favorite comic ongoing is that Texas blood and those are I think Mm -hmm. six each arc or something like that five six so you know I'm not I'm not married to this concept it's just a fun little bit we have on this show yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, the, uh, from my point of view, it's hard for me to say what the exact number is as a creator, because mm-hmm. when I go into um, you know writing something more than a one shot, I have to think of uh, um, the financial part of it, too. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also don't want the finances to limit the storytelling. So I don't mm-hmm. want to force a story because I can't afford seven issues. Um but uh, it's something I have to, you know, it's a reality that I have to uh, consider. So like right. the recount, uh, the first volume was uh, four issues, but it ended off on a cliffhanger with the intention of being another volume. And then there was the, the prequel one shot. Uh, I have um, uh, coming out later in the year, Capable, which is something I crowdfunded most of, but um, that's that's a, a seven issue, uh, you know, limited series. Um, nice. So it, it all depends on the story, mm-hmm. but yeah, when you're, um, you know, creator owned and you're funding it yourself, it, it, it all depends. Yeah. That's why, I, you know, last year there's so many one shots I had because you know that's easy to produce, but mm-hmm. it also can be, you know, more impacting too. From, uh, yeah. If you think of it like an episodic type of storytelling way. So there's not a magical number, but I, I'm sure no. some people intentionally have numbers like, uh eight billion genies
0: eight issues like come on yeah hey, yeah you know <laughs> yeah right it has to be it's, right yeah. yeah um but yeah no so you're let's get into your one shots um what so uh, i i mentioned you backstage and mm-hmm. uh people who follow me on instagram know like i read hyper aware yeah. last year when it came out and uh Man, I, I seriously just like love that comic so much. Like Thank it you. was just to me, it was a complete one shot that still left you wanting more. Right. But like you just know you're getting the one just the one story, you know, And like, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe someday you can do another like five arc or five mm. issue arc uh, with those characters um, or do
2: five yeah. arcs, do, five-, do <laughs> five
0: arcs, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, hyper aware. Um, that story was just so like, where, where did that come from? I guess is my biggest question for you, because like I, I mentioned, like you're, you're very diverse in what you write. And so hyper aware, we have kind of this, uh, lost in space, like Odyssey, right. essentially. yeah. And man, so like, where did, where this concept come from?
1: That, uh, is pro- it probably came from my, um, passion and, um, you know, me in- enjoying just, uh, uh, the dense, um, smart sci-fi um, stories like um, Event Horizon, um, mm. a, a little-known one uh, called Sunshine. Um, not, um, not very many people know that one, but I know
2: um, of it. I've never seen it, but it's um, somebody I know is favorite. The director, movies. I'm going
1: to butcher his name. Same one from Train Spotting. Oh, um, um, Dave, David, Danny, Danny Boy. I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I
2: think
1: <laughs> Danny. Danny, Danny Boyle. Boyle. Yeah, it, yeah it, I think that's right. Yeah. It, it um got Killian Murphy in it, Chris Evans, a mm-hmm. lot of, great, but um yeah, uh, and then like the Alien's franchise and it's um you know the, uh, the I've always been obsessed with um uh, hypersleep, you know, and how mm-hmm. it's kind of like a form of one directional uh time travel.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, mm-hmm.
1: and I wanted to tell kind of like a Twilight Zone Outer Limits, Black Mirror type story that
0: way. Even um, that though, just the hypersleep like that always takes me back to Planet of the Apes. Like yeah, you know yeah. the intro to it, it's like oh hypersleep failed these people and only right. this one person survived. But yeah. Um, but yeah, like. It, it did like I can I can see all of those uh movies and other influences just impacting this story but mm-hmm. uh the dynamic between the three characters and then uh what's the 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 AI Algoron or oh, Algernon? Al- Algernon. Yeah. Algernon yeah Algernon yeah um you know a bit a bit of a comic relief with the Algernon but like right. yeah you have this love triangle between I got their names here Com- Commander Granger Specialist Jones and First Officer Roya yeah yep.
1: yeah yeah
0: um yeah i just i i think so some something i try to be good at is rereading comics mm-hmm. and this is one i i probably read it through it at least five times and oh awesome when you, when you came on said that you'd come onto the show i i probably read it like three more times wow seen. oh
1: thank so, you yeah uh, a lot of kudos too to um uh deborah Lanchinisi. she's yeah. the she did everything else, other um, besides writing that. She penciled, yeah. inked, colored, and, and lettered that in like a thirty day period because that's uh, crazy. She, she want she's uh, wanted to enter a um, a contest in Italy. She's a, Italian, and um, you know she it, we her and I have been working on another series called Quicksand for a while, and she approached me f- for this contest and she said, Jonathan, if you give me a script. I'll, I'll take care of everything. Um, You know, uh, you don't have to pay me for anything. And then when it's done, you can have it, have it and do whatever you want with it. Wow. So I was like, okay, I already have something in mind. Just give me a couple of weeks. I'll give you the script, gave her the script. And like in 30 days, she put everything up. And she, it was uh, submitted to that contest uh, translated in uh, Italy, in Italian. So wow, she, she's, oh wow, she's lettered this book twice, once in Italian and once in uh, English. That's so,
0: awesome.
1: Uh, she submitted it to that contest. Uh, she won, by the way. She won uh, a drawing tablet. Um, wow! And
0: uh, wow, kudos how, to her. Yeah, kudos. yeah,
1: <laughs> she's fantastic. Um, uh, how did you
0: get paired with her?
1: So uh, I hired her for um, another book called Quicksand a couple of years ago. And, um i crowdfunded the uh, first three issues of that one and and she's just great she's just um a very it's like a a marvel uh, trained artist that can use oh, produce wow. quality pages fast and you know accurate to what your direct your art direction is so yeah
0: and if she's taking care of all the art and the lettering and aware, right. It's just like that's at least three hats she's wearing, and uh yeah. yeah. But some something Monk and I have chatted about before is just like letters are kind of the unsung hero of comics. Like, oh, for sure. They're
1: the, the, using another musical analogy. You know, they're the drummer. You know, they're in yeah. the back. Mm-hmm. They're keeping mm-hmm. the beat. You know, yeah. but without without them, you know, it, the whole book would be off rhythm. So
2: yeah and I'm, something i'm i am I pulled it up and i'm looking at it is i really appreciate letters that are willing to like use not just stick they found a font they're going for it, but there's right. different fonts in here there's different yes. uh you know it actually looks like it was written and not just like typed out or, or right. even if it was typed out it was it's very well put together in a way that yeah is used in right using them properly
1: yeah, like Al- Algernon has a different, you know, his dialogue boxes are different from the, the crew members, you know, because right. mm-hmm. he so- he sounds different. We need to know that he's coming from like the speakers and the, you know, from the walls of, of the ship.
0: Yeah. Right. Now that, like, that's, those are like those little things that I just really appreciate about going through a comic and just seeing how a letter like adjusted the speech pattern of somebody, but just by like maybe changing the dialogue box to yellow yeah. and putting right. squiggly lines instead of like the regular comic. Uh, yeah. It's a whole nother art form,
1: you know, Yeah, it, it, it really is. You know, it, it, it's taking graphic design to like a, a real, a real artistic way, you know?
0: Yeah. It, oh
1: yeah. All, all those letterers they deserve their praise individually.
0: A
2: hundred percent. Yeah. yeah
0: well, so anybody who hasn't, picked up Hyperaware, like please go pick it up like yes. it, it's 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 a fantastic issue it's point uh, Sor- source point press put it yep. out source point press yeah it was
1: still um in the contest when I um, submitted it to source point press uh, when I pitched it to them and we signed the contract before that contest was even over and then fi- we found out that it was she won the, um, the contest so I you know said hey source point oh, in a, case you want to awesome you know put a little blurb that it's in an award-winning <laughs> comic right. book. Uh, yeah. So, did, so cool. did it
0: also get put out then in Italy in Italian?
1: Uh no, um it was only released um online on that um contest website but in the the Italian version. So you could read the Italian version uh, online but uh, oh, Okay. Yeah. So this was the only time it was out in uh, print and available in English.
0: Yeah, because something I appreciate is um, I'm trying to remember if I think it's a Blaze Comics. They do a lot of bringing, like importing, yeah, uh, foreign comics into America and getting them into English, and so
2: it's just like need more of
0: that. Yeah, and it's cool to kind of see, like, yeah, it it's gone the other way because Mm -hmm. you have yours. I
2: believe. Cover the dead with lime. Is that originally written in Spanish or is it in English? It's in English. No, it's it's um, Boogeyman. Boogeyman. Um, Okay, Yeah. And then also I uh, just finished reading. Yeah, it could be another one. No, it's. Uh, I also finished reading uh, Nobody's Girls and that was originally in Spanish and that got translated over into English. So, yeah, it's it's really cool to be able to like, why limit yourself when you have the ability to translate like that? Yeah. But that's Absolutely.
0: cool it's cool that yours is out there in italian
2: yeah uh, if i could read
0: you. italian i would totally read it um, <laughs>
2: that's
0: all i got so uh of of these books that i want to talk all about right. you you've worked well, with we... uh, artist stefano well, i'm going to try it my hand at yeah. his name stefano cardicelli yeah uh, stefano yeah.
1: yeah that's another yeah. A- italian artist uh, luigi's uh you know There's a lot of uh, talent coming out of Italy.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, that's great to know. Um, so he did a space cadet with you and caffeinated hearts. Yep, that's actually our second and third books together. We did another one uh, uh,
1: a few years back called Freak Show Night as well. That was published by um, uh, Second Sight Publishing. But uh, yeah, a space cadet and uh, caffeinated hearts both came out last year. And i um, super proud of, of those two books. Um, uh, S- Again, Space Cadet was our all ages book and Caffeinated Hearts was our slice of life. So,
0: yeah, because uh, space, space Cadet's put out by like scouts, like all ages. Uh, Scoot. Right. Is that what it Scoot. is? Yep, they're yeah, they're all ages. Yep. That's yeah. Funny.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I
0: love Space Cadet. I yeah. Take... Thank you.
2: I did too. Uh, that just makes me like, sound like I wanted to jump in. So I, could like, I, I, I guys. but uh, I just want to say we're big fans of scout comics here. Uh, okay, yeah, great. They, they put out yeah. a lot of really cool stuff and there's something, their website that I check out like every Wednesday and just order either, you know, yeah. uh, the digital versions or physical versions of whatever they put out because yeah, I really enjoy a lot of the stuff that's come from that. Do you, I would love to talk about those, the space yeah. to space that and, uh, absolutely Uh, caffeinated heart i guess um yeah so i just to i mean i feel like we have to start with the space to get the space cadet just because of something that happens in the caffeinated heart that we'll we'll (laughs) talk about but uh yeah so um where did where did this come from is this like is this this seems like it might just be somewhere from deep inside of jonathan or maybe is this like uh you uh, somebody else that you've heard this from where did this story come from
1: well i i grew up um here in uh the space what we call the space coast uh, of florida we're very close okay. to uh, the kennedy space center um uh i've been alive for all the uh shuttle launches and the space program's been very you know near and dear to my heart um growing up in this area so um you know when, when you live uh in this area and you're a kid and when the space program there was a a long lull where there wasn't you know no launches but you you feel like you could be part of it you know everyone's Mm. wants to link themselves to the space program like because they're proud of of it so much um you know from the people that are like mopping the floors uh at at the visitor you know the tourist traps and stuff like that to uh, the actual you know uh, astronauts themselves it's something to be very proud of and so oh, growing yeah. up, yeah. you, you think you can be an astronaut I and mean, you can, you know, you, you yeah. absolutely can. Uh, it it's a, it felt like an attainable thing when you go outside and you see the shuttle going off, you know, on a regular basis. So, um, yeah. uh, I, I had the story in mind for a while. And when, um, freak show night, which I mentioned, uh, was, um, uh, out in the stores and we were getting good, like, you know, feedback from it and the sales were good. Um, Stefano asked me, you know, you know, should we let's do another book together. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that would be great. What, what do you have in mind?" He goes, "You want to do another zombie book?" And I was like, "Yeah, we could do another zombie book, but um how do you feel about doing this all-ages story?" And Yeah. Stefano, who's been published by Heavy Metal <laughs> Magazine, uh, Bram Stoker award-winning artist, uh draws a lot of gory stuff, a lot of big guns. To, uh, um, oh, yeah. I wasn't sure what he'd think about it, but he was all about it, and uh, I had learned how to work with Stefano through Freak Show Night because I wrote that script. Um, before I knew I was going to hire him, and okay. uh, you know he he's he needs large panels. You know, he, he uh, I told myself if I work with him again, I'm going to give him b- less panels per page, and that, that's a great way to do an all-ages book. Uh, So Mm. I decided, you know what? Let's make every page a splash page, one-page splash. Um, And that's what we did. So every single page is like a, you know, you can tear out and frame on your wall. And it's great for, you know, young readers that maybe they're still learning sequential storytelling. So, you know, they just follow the dialogue. Um, And yeah, Mm. I got to, you know, kind of put the little, uh, uh, you know, boys, you know, kind of modeled after, you know my child uh like wonder of the space program and wanting to you know reach for the stars one day um yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a super cool, so cool book and I, yeah i'm really proud of that one
2: that's yeah. the uh the cover there yep. yeah i am i can not praise this art high enough i am yeah, a super big you. fan of very uh very very scratchy very mm-hmm. um yeah, chaotic uh, chaotic yeah like but it, it, it's like childlike though you right know, like
0: I, I think that's kind it of works one of the points yeah. of it it just like it right. works out so well and it's but again it's just like you know you worked with them also with caffeinated hearts and it's the same mm-hmm. thing you know this is just like a shot in the life of of a barista at right uh some something that feels a little bit jetsony but uh yeah like, <laughs> a, cyber all, all, yeah. Yeah, like a cyberpunk like yeah jetsons and mm-hmm. uh man like yeah the way that he's able to display the story that you wrote with these watercolors and just kind of these kind of chaotic lines it's it's it very much just draws you in on just the aspect of like i like you're reading a story about a human who has like something to say and yeah so
2: these i love
1: that page right there Yeah.
2: yeah yeah there's there's something to be said about like being able to use like watercolor but also like solid lines in there and just right. being able to to have it that's i think one of the hardest things like i'm i'm the farthest thing from an artist but i would imagine doing something that looks very fluid and very flowing mm-hmm. has to be very hard especially i don't know if uh he does you know just does it physically and then scans it or if it's digital or whatever but it's it i couldn't imagine a harder task than making things like flow like they do and yeah i just yeah. think just looking at it it's, it's amazing to see the colors overlap and it looks like you don't you want to say clouds but they're not clouds because i don't think right. the moon has clouds it no you know, right. it's just, yeah it's just it's like different an, like parts a of vibe space.
1: like an atmosphere yeah yeah
2: no. yeah i'm a um, i'm a big fan of the art i thought the story was again like super inspirational and i yeah. we, i wanted to say this earlier um when we were talking about um comic you know, lengths and how many issues they should be and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of I. I, I really like reading like um, uh, collections of stor- short stories, uh, mm-hmm. and just like just reading one story or just reading yeah. two stories. I think it's great when you can just jump in and just get a slice of life. You know, and again, right. that's, yeah. that's that's why I like the you know a lot of the comics that I do because you just jump in. Not everything mm-hmm. needs to be set up. You know, like I don't need to know about. This kid's dad necessarily, <laughs> or like the bully at schools, like yeah, like I it's, I get it. It's all set up, and that's again a, a great thing that art does, and definitely mm-hmm. this art does as well. Is like using the background to tell the story as well, and that was the same thing with Dream Masters, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just being able to use the background to to relay that narrative is yeah, is right. so cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I get it too. You know, I think the uh, longer the story is over multiple issues kind of scares people away uh, from comic books, especially those mm-hmm. that are, you know, not inundated into this, you know, f- a form of storytelling. lifestyle
2: or yeah. And, yeah, 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 you know, yeah.
1: it's like, Oh, uh, uh, they're, they're familiar with Batman and Superman, Spider-Man, but they they know that there's going to be an issue after that. And that there's 80 years of history before that. So they don't, on a jump they don't want to pick up you know an issue and be like oh i don't know why he's you know why is he in limbo right now and wearing a purple suit well yeah, i thought hey, spider-man was red yeah. and blue i thought yeah. he was swinging around manhattan all the time
0: you
2: know, yeah it, it, oh my gosh yeah so. no
0: so yeah these one shots are great um and then uh yeah so caffeinated hearts like i I, I i i this is this is honest and a bit vulnerable but i haven't had a comic that like almost brought me to tears i oh, didn't wow. i didn't i didn't have tears but it was just like yeah. i had that feeling of like yeah like this story could like if if it was told cinematically like yeah. it, it might bring a tear to my eye it was such a joy to read thank like, you yeah it's relatable you know it's it's very relatable because it's a it, human it, it,
1: story yeah.
0: It's and it's so like you know when we talked about it, it's like a a, a steampunk Jetsons mm. in a way, right, right. and it's like you can feel that busyness of life like mm-hmm. from the dialogue that's going on as well as like the art that Stefano uh, did mm-hmm. for you like you can just feel the atmosphere yeah. and um yeah I I love how he drew the cafe like that's yeah just, like that's... it came up out of the ground almost <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that was all, um, yeah.
1: all his thinking too. You know, I wrote the script without it being in that type of cyberpunk, steampunk universe. Uh, it, he just said, um, "He's like, what do you think about it being like like this?" I'm like, "Of course, why didn't I think of that?" <laughs> That's why yeah. you're the artist, wow. man. <laughs> so <laughs> That's
2: kudos
1: the to collaboration him.
0: Collaboration, right there, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, because um, yeah, I
2: definitely think that that brings a level to it that of like it's. Uh, it's one of those things again of like just showing the humanity of it because you're it's all this chaos and all this like advancement is happening in the background but the same issues and the same problems are still happening right. you know yeah and i think that that's cathartic you know mm-hmm. for a lot of people that are scared well, of change or what the future is it's like listen people are still gonna have problems we're still going to have nice places to get drinks, right. you know, like,
0: yeah. Well, and it's we'll just like, okay. it, there's the, the transition of scenes or panels mm-hmm. when uh, there's the guy in line who's like at the end of the, I'm going to keep giving back line. Right. And he's just too busy and doesn't care. And I mean, he kind of ends up doing it anyway because he just throws his money at the girl. Yeah, right. And, and then the next guy is just like, I just came here to get coffee for my company and I forgot my wallet. I'm super embarrassed, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's just like, yeah, I've dealt with a jerk like that before, and I've also been the guy who, like, man, I forgot my wallet, and like everybody's counting on me. Like, yeah. I'm really sorry. And just the way that that story just unfolds, and how that all impacts the the star. Uh, man, I'm forgetting her name. Um, uh, L. Uh, L. A- yeah, a- a- Amarella is her full name. Emirella. Yeah. yeah. So where, where does this, where's this one come from? Where did you base this on? What was well, your um,
1: you know, it, it uh, really started with um, uh, Stefano and I, both are big coffee connoisseurs and, you know, we love coffee. We have that in common. It's a big part of our lives. And, uh, you know, when we were wrapping up um, space cadet, just like how we were wrapping up freak show night, he's like, all right, what's the next project? I said, what do you think about a slice of life uh, and and he's like, "Cool, what's that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, what if we took a, st- a story? that only took place in a coffee shop. It was one day in a coffee shop, and we have like these pulp fiction s type stories that are connected." And, and he was down for that, you know. Yeah. And you, you can tell, you know, a coffee shop has so many stories in it every single day.
2: You know, yeah. If you, mm-hmm. you
1: hang out and you just sit back and you watch. You see these different people come in. Some people are really involved with the people who are working behind the counter. Some people could care less. Some people are just going in there to use the restroom. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just so many different things. And just, there's so much story, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, it, we um, crowdfunded that one at the beginning of the year. And by the end of the year, it was out in um, comic book stores, too. So, yeah. Hyperware and Caffeinated Hearts came out one week apart. Uh, <laughs> that was yeah. Oh, so really. really? God, yeah. That was, like, really – that shocked me. That's probably the first and last time that's going to happen. Wow, well, hopefully not. Like, that's that's. Really I know. Cool. Hopefully not. But uh, that was really cool. Yeah,
2: that's- so I, I used to be a barista. Um, and okay. So this was very close to home for me and definitely mm-hmm. just uh, – yeah, just being able to see all this stuff. And I, I really – what I appreciated so much about the narrative was I don't really want to spoil how it ends mm-hmm. um, because I want to encourage everybody how to read it, but how you bring in that character again yeah. Yeah. and mm-hmm. it just works so perfectly. And it, it's, it's very much like a, like a, a poem or a song and yeah, how like it, you. it plays out yeah. very much of just like everything is, is flowing very well. Nothing feels forced like bringing this back in or everything having This thing very naturally. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, Thank like you. it, it flowed very well. Like the story yeah. was, yeah, just yeah. told very smoothly. I,
1: I was trying to tell it in a more poetic way than you know uh, your typical. Oh, it was you know, very poetic. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad I came across and yeah, um, you know, a lot of uh, you know, as you mentioned the barista part, a lot of um, uh, coffee shops that that are also a comic book store or vice versa, a comic book store that has coffee. They reached yeah. out to me. they like. That we got to carry this book. You, you, you know, we're a coffee shop and comic book store. You know, you
2: yeah. blended yeah. both together,
1: and that, that just made me so ha- so happy. To, That's awesome. Know, shops telling me they're going to make a, a their own like blend, or, or you know, or create their own coffee oh, wow. to pair with that one.
2: Uh, really it was cool. like
1: you know, best thing I, I you know I could hear for that. So
0: yeah, super wow. proud of that book yeah no it was it it was just very very real and like i've Mm -hmm. also formerly been a barista and i worked so i'm originally from the boise idaho area okay and i worked at um the coffee shop right at the bottom of bogus basin which is a ski hill oh okay and i it was a walk-in and a drive-through and i often on like any given uh, night of the winter worked by myself uh, and would just have these massive, massive lines. Yeah. And, uh, just, yeah. Like the slice of life of just understanding, like you might just be a barista, like at some ski hill mm-hmm. and you're going to deal with all sorts of different people. And some people yeah. are just going to like make your day terrible, but there's still the people out there who are just going to make your day a And, right. um, yeah, I just there was one time at the ski hill too that It was one of those situations I was working by myself. There was a line at the counter, a line at the drive at the drive through. Uh, and yeah. I had this one lady who, you know, I'm I, I feel sorry about my interaction with her, mm-hmm. but like she chose like the worst time to start complaining about that, how long it was taking to get wow. her coffee because <laughs> she she was in town to take her grandson and his friends for his birthday up to the hill. Oh, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, I know she's number
1: one priority.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I understand your dilemma lady, but do you not see my dilemma? Do you not (laughs) see how I have I'm here by myself and I'm running two registers and so yeah, like the uh, caffeinated hearts really hit it. It really it really struck my heart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank (laughs) you. Yeah.
1: and As you can probably uh, see you know the um, we only see one employee at that coffee shop, but we know there's a second one. Um, she, you know, Miss Hazel is telling her to go to go to break, come back, get on the drive-through. We don't see her, you know. Yeah. But it, yeah, it, it, and you, know, you don't have to have worked in a coffee shop to appreciate the the being alone at work, but having someone telling you what to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And where's where is that person? You can even be just be a customer that can appreciate like. Where, where's the manager? But you know, I, I, this poor person's working, you know, their ass off. But you know, the, the, they need some help. You know, yeah. Uh, so uh, I hope it translates to a lot of people, other than those that have worked at coffee shops. You know, if you've yeah. dealt oh, yeah, with sure the public, you probably can relate to it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, hey, we're. Oh, uh, well, I, I was. I was just, just going to say. say Go ahead. We are going to keep speaking in sync. <laughs> um, uh so you have one there's one more one shot you put out last year i want to get to and it's the recount preamble and right. so this is actually a prequel to a, again an arc that you wrote um mm-hmm. called just just the recount right and uh i you know we spoke that we're we're uh fans of scout comics and right. uh they have a lot to do and I also have like a small pocket and so I, I have to <laughs> be selective on what I get. Sure. And I, I'm i definitely gonna be picking up like the series recount. I mm-hmm. like is trade paperback out for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I'll probably probably mm-hmm. go that route. But mm-hmm. um preamble just whatever I'm gonna get myself into with recount, <laughs> like it just felt like such a perfect like prequel setup. Yeah, because I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into recount now, like knowing more about sure. your main character. Right. Um, but man, that that one shot was just such a thrill ride. <laughs> yeah, th- thank you. Yeah, that
1: was that was a lot of fun too. I, you know, I had the
0: the choice of
1: either getting onto the second volume right away, or waiting a little bit and just feeding the 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 masses. No pun intended. Again. Um, yeah. The, uh, with a um, a prequel, and I was like, this, this first volume really needed more backstory, more mythos to it that would give it um, more of a punch too. So, you know, it it's actually in, I tell people um, that pick up both the, the like the trade and the uh, preamble, like they ask me which one should I read first, and I say read volume one first, um, yeah, then read the preamble, then reread volume one because then you're going to pick up more things um and then the preamble also uh serves to also set up volume two um you know there's elements in the preamble that are going to continue into volume two that weren't even touched on in volume one yeah Um, that's a, a lot of days down the road but uh, it there's a lot of purpose behind that that one shot than more uh, people realize. But it's also a good. I think it serves as a good story even without volume one even existing. You know this
0: yeah.
1: life of this politician that we you know we really don't see. We a lot of people just hate politics in general. Yeah. Uh, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, um, and then there's people that hate both sides. Uh, mm. And then th- this is like a very human story about someone who. Uh, their life segued into that and they had no idea that's where how things were going to go every every choice that they made in life wasn't to go that way but it did
0: and it's 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 like he made all the right choices according to like his cultural upbringing exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i i really really enjoyed reading through that one Um, thank you and who was yeah. the artist on that one? Because that that's some spooky art. <laughs> <laughs> for, so for the for
1: the preamble, that was a, a Spanish artist named Ruben Gill, super talented artist. Not not the same artist that were on um, the first volume, but yeah, he he definitely um, filled in their shoes and then some. You know, I I loved working with Ruben. I uh, hope I can work with him again. Uh, yeah, that was every time I got pages back, it was I I got goosebumps, and it was just so. Yeah eerie you know that like this is on point this is like s- scary yeah. I, I i felt like i was how people tell me like oh when i read the recount it uh felt like i was watching the news like that's that was me when i was getting pages back from uh the preamble
0: yeah, yeah. that's awesome super talented um, so there there's more to come then for recounts is what you're there is <laughs> but it, it's been a struggle to get volume
1: two off the ground i'm not gonna lie you know i've um uh, I, I wrote the first issue of volume two summer of last year, hired an artist to do eight pages. The, the that artist didn't work out. Now I'm um, out, out of you know that money for those eight pages, and have to start again with another artist. And so that's
0: one step forward, two
1: steps back.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I guess on that note, like how how can uh, listeners and how can we like support you and all that?
1: You know, I have
0: my own uh,
1: website, jonathanhedrickcomics.com. I sell a lot of my comic books there. I have a lot of um, exclusives and variants that are sold out from wherever they were originally uh, put out. Um, essentially, me selling my comps on, on that website. But I um, <laughs> yeah. can't stress people enough to, to pre order your comics from your uh, local comic shop. You know, the, so many, I think so many people that have been long time comic book fans and readers still don't um pre-order you know it's like you're you're, that small business um you know in your town needs to know exactly how many to order and they're not going to order 10 copies of every single issue you know uh, Mm -hmm. there's too many comic books in that previous catalog for them to make that investment on a monthly basis
0: and there's another aspect to that too that like sometimes the comic shop is held to a certain amount to order if they order like if if I go in and I want to order and I I'm, I'm just going to use it as an example but I'm not sure but if I was to order the recount preamble mm. through my shop yeah. they might have to order like one or four more. Yeah. And they don't know if that's going to move for them. Right. But they but my comic shop they're happy to do it for me. Right. And like so it's it's good to have like a good relationship with your comic mm-hmm. shop just, because like you're helping people helping people and yep. uh, so yeah that's we want to help you out. Um, For sure. So yeah. Um, so that's your website. Where else can people find you?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, the three so big social medias: uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, so whichever one that, you, know, you dabble in that. Um, and yeah, see me at. Uh, I'm trying to make it to more cons and signings uh, beyond Florida. I'm going to be at um, Fan Expo Portland uh, later on this month. So
0: that's, oh, that's- yeah, I'm. I'm going. All right. I'll see you there. I'm <laughs> <write you> here. <laughs> awesome. Are you there all all three yeah, days? All okay. three
1: days. I, I'm, uh, me and my wife are both guests there. So they, um, we got, dude, ready. awesome.
0: Yeah. I, uh, bring, bring, I, bring I, those I just, comics up behind you for me to sign. I will. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna, I, I asked my kids to get a the picture for the one And, uh, my, my daughter doesn't want to go, but my son does. So we'll bring it up there. So, uh <laughs> yeah. um, awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, kind of uh, been all over the southeast you know uh, of um you know, the country with uh living here in florida but i uh, had the opportunity to be a guest at portland oregon i was like yep yeah, i haven't been uh to the west coast for my uh comic book endeavors so why not uh yeah yeah i'm uh, hoping amazing. to get awesome. some people from you know washington california uh that's uh i i'm not uh, important enough to get uh, selected by emerald city so i yeah i'll I'll give fan expo portland you know a hundred percent of my uh would have given to emerald city so
0: yeah Yeah. that's awesome man no so that's awesome i'm I'm gonna i guess i'll see you soon very cool (laughs) uh monk do you have any other other questions
2: no uh nothing that i can think of other than the only thing that i was gonna ask you was you know um what are we talked a lot about indie comics, and mm. if if what are some indie comics that you're reading that you can suggest to us to to go and check out? We're, oh, yeah. we're always looking for that.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I I, um, I also read a lot of the same um, comic books that uh, come from the publishers that you know I I try to support you know the same label and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but uh, God, yeah, I can't um, praise a lot of stuff that are coming out from like Boom. Uh, I, I love oh uh, <laughs> yeah. something is killing the children is definitely like a top of the read pile um, book. Oh yeah. Um, and nice. you know, James's other book, department of truth. That's that's like, I, I'm, I, I oh, dream I'm, of I've... him asking me to like, write like a, a one shot uh, side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got too much on my plate. Have that Jonathan kid, right. I think I might be older than him actually, but yeah, uh,
0: I I love I love his stuff. Um, Yeah, uh,
1: Stephanie Phillips, uh, um, she's great. Uh, I love Grim. Is that
0: uh, what Stephanie Phillips
1: put out? Uh, So she's uh, writes Grim for uh, Boom, but she did Harley Quinn for DC. Okay, Um,
0: okay, yeah. uh, What else am I reading? Yeah,
1: I mean, I pick up a lot of books, um, uh, more or less. uh, um, You know, I I still pick up the big two. You know, I'm I'm not a hater on on those books either, but uh, you know, it's uh, just like we were talking about having limited time for TVs, limited time for I know the books too. So yeah, um, oh, I, 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 cr- we know I back it. a lot of crowdfunded stuff too. Um, That's you know, awesome. So I'm reading a lot of, you know, uh, self-published crowdfunded books too. Um, my buddy, uh, Brian Hawkins, um, he, he has a, a book he's crowdfunding called uh, America's kingdom, which is a cool concept where, you know, what if, America, you know, was um, a monarchy, not a, um, a democracy. Okay. So uh, check That's that fantastic. out. Yeah, I, I think he, issues um, two and three are about to be crowdfunded later on this month. So I'm sure he has like a catch up tier for issue one. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there, there's That's a lot nice. of stuff. Black Box comes out with a lot of other cool books. They had a one uh, before Dream Master came out called uh, Ninja Kaiden. Um, think of it like a, a supernatural Iron Man
0: type, uh, okay. I like think of Iron Man fighting ghosts
1: kind of. I was, sort. I was looking
0: at the cover for that one. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, I, I honestly didn't know about black box until dream master. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I was kind of looking through like what else they do. They also have like a comic rendition of the new Testament. <laughs> I saw that too. I, I never checked that out, but yeah,
1: I mean, I, I think that's good, good like, on them, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why not? So, that would definitely I, sell. I might, I might read that just yeah. to see what it's like. But yeah, um, so yeah. spoiler alert, he, <laughs> he, he comes back. <laughs> uh. All
2: right. Well, I guess should we end it on that? Uh, so, Jonathan, I just want to say thank you so much for, uh, yeah, just hanging out with us, being willing to do this. This is we appreciate it so much and uh yeah i uh i wanted to say this earlier i have space cadet in the mail i'm gonna get a copy of um caffeinated heart because yeah i i'm just yeah. a huge fan of that uh thank you those worlds those stories yeah big I appreciate it yeah. th- thank you so much um yeah thanks for, for, for having me on, on guys you know let, yeah. Yeah, thanks
1: for letting me talk about myself for an hour so that,
0: oh <laughs> <you> know, we <laughs> appreciate it, it. we yeah. we wanted we wanted to know what was up in the mind of Jonathan cool. Hedrick. Yeah, we talk <laughs> yeah. about
2: ourselves every week. So we, we, we we'd give somebody who's much more creative than us a a, a chance. Yeah. Right, so thank you. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. So, guys, if you uh if you are enjoying what you are hearing, make sure that you give us a like and a subscribe wherever you can like and subscribe things. Um, we are there. If you are a fan of the audio, check out the video. If you're a fan of the video, check out the audio. Um Jonathan, anything you want to say before we uh we, we land this bird?
1: No, thanks for everyone for watching. If you're rewatching and everything, uh, yeah, just um, keep supporting indie comics.
2: There you go. Heck yeah. Matt, anything for you, buddy? No man, you you can take it out. All right. <laughs> well, when Jonathan, when I read your comics, I like to say, I haven't read comics like these in years. <laughs>